Yes, Mike. Rohan Marley, are you ready to roll, my friend? Yeah, man. Where you call me from? Right now, I'm in Miami. <laughs> you, you know what? No one lives a more global lifestyle than you. And listen, you and I are huge travelers. <laughs> it, is this killing you that we can't really travel? You know what? Um, I actually get some time for myself and can focus on like my health and wellness and live a little bit, you know, instead of always trying to be somewhere and not trying to be somewhere. You get a chance to be home now and be a human being just living, you know. So I kind of know I I have to accept it as it is, you know. And if you want, you can just email me. I mean, you can just mail me the keys to your apartment where you live in uh, in New York, and I don't mind uh, house sitting for you. So if you need that, oh, I, will, I will I will offer my services to you. <laughs> I would if I still had that place, but I gave it up. <laughs> what? I love that that place in Tribeca. You gave up? Why? Yeah, because I'm I moved out of New York. I gave oh. Miami. I needed to be near the water. So I gave New York a break. We'll talk more. Listen, on your list of best friends, I'm definitely top 10, right? Facts, facts. Then <laughs> we why, talk a lot. <laughs> then why do I find out on the internet that you're married and having a child? I should have been one of your first calls, my friend. That was, that, was, that was a while ago, long ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> hey, how'd you meet, That's old news. <laughs> how'd you meet old your beautiful news. wife, this Brazilian model? How'd you meet her? Oh, man. That was a long time, a long time story, you know, just um, <laughs> through a friend of a friend, but we, we kind of live in different places now and due to this thing, so, you how, know what I mean? How's the baby doing? Great. She's going to be one soon. Oh, hey, when when you were quarantined, when we weren't allowed outside, when you were having a sleepless night, are you like, I did this to myself again, another child? No, no, <laughs> not really. I mean, I love children and I mean, I'm a man and. If I can, you know, if, you know, you're with someone and you grow and then you have children, it happens. <laughs> hey, how, how many is this for you? How many children do you have? Right now, 10. You and are one grandson. You are amazing. Isn't that weird being a grandfather, grandfather Rohan? Is that weird? <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, they call me Baba. You know, he calls me Baba. Uh-huh. So, Is that your guy? Do you so, melt? Do you melt when you when you see him? <laughs> yeah, he's the best. <laughs> he's a cool, cool little guy. You know, uh, I know football. Your own personality and everything. Yeah, you listen. You're the football superstar. I know Nico was balling out with the Redskins. How's he doing? Well, since you know, after he retired, of course, mm-hmm. he, he wanted to get into business. Now he just launched his own CBD line of products, Lion X Wellness. Mm-hmm. So he's been doing that now, and he's out there in California, just building up his startup. I uh, I want to talk a little football with you because first of all, what's you're down in Miami? Obviously, you're the U legend. Listen, your boys finished six and seven this year. They lost the ball game. <laughs> are, are good times coming for the Hurricanes? <laughs> of course, always good times coming, but you know how it is. Sometimes you have a storm, sometimes you have <laughs> but no, we're 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 looking good this year. I mean, I'm very proud of what Coach Man Diaz has been doing with the program, bringing us around again, bringing us some of the alumni around, and letting us, you know, being more involved in the just the development of the culture of University of Miami football. And I think we we're, we're heading in the right direction because first of all, football is a culture and. And it's a mindset and there's a way you play the game. But that starts from just the environment and how what's accessible to the youths and, and the people they can speak to that came before them that can help them to 
to you know get more familiar with the type of football that they need to play to be champions. What's the what's uh, one must win game for the for the Canes? Is it Florida State? We don't have a one. We don't. We don't have a one must win game. We have to win all twelve. We don't have that, but for sure, Florida State is the biggest rival we have for ever since. That's like, and you know the Gators, but we don't play them too much because you know Mm -hmm. they're we wear them more than we play them. (laughs) 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 But as far as FSU. Who, which I like to say, F is who. <laughs> they're they're like the the game we look forward to always playing in Florida because you know that in Florida with all the the, the the I mean and nowadays it's not just FSU in Florida anymore. That's mm-hmm. the big names. You have FIU that's been winning some games. Central Florida, UCF, you know. So and and then a couple other schools around. So yeah, we we we're FAU. They're a nice program. So now the, the talent's spreading out all over the place. It's not just the rivalry is not just between Florida State and Miami anymore. But as a Miami football player, that's the game. We 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 that's blood. We want blood every game, but that game we want double blood. <laughs> <laughs> who who was your guy growing up? Was there a, a football guy you looked up to? Jesse Armstead, Michael Barrow, mm-hmm. you know those guys. Daryl Williams, mm-hmm. um, Charles Farms. Um, Wesley Carroll, Lamar Thomas. I mean, all the guys before me, um, Russell Maryland, Cortez Kennedy, all those guys before me, I look up to them. They're, they're, they're leaders and they're like, you know, they teach you the way of the game and they, and you watch them play at a certain level and you want to ch- try to elim- emulate that, you know what I mean? But you have to learn from somewhere. And I got my number two from Charles Farms. And the way Charles played the game, I just wanted to double that up, you know, by wearing number two. And that's why you made a great point what coaches do in bringing back the alumni. Because when you think of the U, you think of, if you talk about receivers, it's Michael Irvin. You think of all these legends that were down at the U. That's why bringing you guys back is just huge. And are, are you going to be doing a lot of stuff with the U, like going down there? Well, um, when we're in town, when there's things happening, of course, because I have a nice relationship with the coaches now. You know, I was really... I was really big this year in helping with the recruiting because, you know, I, I met a couple of recruits and you know, it was just big me, me and just being more involved and watching out and just supporting the team because we like that the coach is the player's coach. Mm-hmm. So that's very helpful. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, the staff on the on the squad is very, very cool. You know, I mean, Ed Reed and I was part of that staff. So it's it's really nice that we can get more involved, you know, and it's important to us because it's our, it's our school. At the end of the day, we're all we all bleed orange and green, you know. You posted a, a clip; it was crazy on Instagram a few months ago. It was a handoff, and there was a three-way tackle by three uh, Miami players: Ray Lewis, some dude <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, and Rohan Marley. How special was that defense and that team, man? You you think of those names; those are legends. Yeah, I mean Warren Sapp. You, you know, <laughs> like our 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 team. A lot of great, great human beings came from that team, you know what I mean? And that's that university. But, you know, playing together with Ray and, and Duane, and and it's really now that you're kind of like, wow, I played with some real, true legends because, you know, what they went on to do with their lives as individuals and entrepreneurs and just just how they made this next level, next step and to still be relevant in society as well, well, however they're contributing, you know, their efforts. It's amazing to just play amongst those people, you know. And a lot of those guys, not just Ray and Dwayne, but a lot of the guys, you know, Warren and a lot of the, a lot of the teammates are doing excellent. And, uh, Ro, I'm glad you said that because human beings, because, you know, 
when people think of the U, the Catholics versus the convicts, it's the U swag, it's the videos. <laughs> and yet, if you look at that, these guys we're, are, they're great and old. brothers. Yeah, I know, but you guys Brotherhood. are a great yeah. and different, um, like you said, entrepreneurs. And I want to talk about your new thing, because I actually saw on Twitter more big news they didn't um, – Tell me about the marijuana business. What's going on with that? Because what does it mean going into business in New Jersey with the marijuana business? It was big news up here. What does well, that mean? Well, um, uh, you know, obviously we have, we're for prohibition and we always want, want to be a part of the just the movement in life. Because when we talk about cannabis, it's a part of our lives ever, ever since from a medicinal standpoint, from a psychosis standpoint, you know, all of all of the all of the factors that you get from the herbs. So we're, we're very, very thrilled that we can have the opportunity to now move with the, the times because you see it's becoming legal. Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 it's very important that it's, it's as part of our lifestyle as, as far as Rastafari. And now to be able to put it on a shelf, whether it's CBD or, or, or with the THC, we're, we're happy about that. And in, in Jersey, I was a part of a group that were like bidding for to open up a dispensary but what i'm doing in the future is really um honing in on my own brand lion order and to create a product across the world you know and that's what i'm working on actually as as far as goods and products and goods and i'm also now i'm a part of an organization in mexico um a hotel group where i'm opening up beach houses and i just we're getting ready to open up the Rome marley beach house which is a part of the fives group in uh, Playa, between Playa Carmen, Carmen and Cancun, and that place is called Port Morelos, the old fishing village wow. there. Wow! The, the you know the Yucatan vibes. Mm -hmm. Are you excited about that? That that's different for you. Yeah, I'm excited about growth in general. I'm excited about being able to envision something and make that thing a reality. So I'm just I'm always excited. I've had you on my show before, and you speak so passionately about like the Marley Coffee brand with such enthusiasm. Uh, with the uh, with growing cannabis and stuff, is it the same way? Like any similarities with growing it and, and farming and stuff? Any any of that the same? Well, well, I mean, similarity in regards to the root, right? Anything you want to be strong, you have to take care of the root in regards to what you put into the soil. But there's different. If I mean, everything has to deal with the moon, you know. Mm -hmm. And the, cal the moon calendar. So, growing in um, farming in general has just those cycles. And once you know those cycles and thing, you know it's it's a different thing. But the difference between um, the farming herbs and and coffee, coffee is going to be outdoor all the time. But you know, in, in herbs you can have a controlled climate. You have to have this and have to have that. So you do a lot of greenhouse. A lot of people doing a lot of indoor, so they can keep the the same. Um, I guess the same level, you know, and, and control the THC and all those different things. So the way that herb is today is a little bit more scientific than how we grow coffee. Coffee is just growing out there like like an ap apple tree, you know. And, and speaking of knowledge with it, besides being a fan of it that you are, what other knowledge do you have and what other knowledge road do you have to acquire to like get in the business with this? Well, you definitely, definitely have to know the parameters as, as far as what you're getting involved with in regards to the laws of the land. Those are the new things that you need to know, as well as understanding the, the levels of the THC, the cannabinoids, and, and, and also all the other components that goes within from a health, health perspective. So you get to learn more. You're not just, you're not just a casual burner anymore. <laughs> you know, you're not... <laughs> 
you kind of get more understanding of what is it that you're intaking because now that now that you're you're passing along something to others consumers so you want to make sure that your product is always up to standard in regards to the law and and the effects that it you know that it brings the affects that it brings to people's lives so it's important to know those things and you know just knowing from a to z from what's how how the plant is raised up to when it gets on your shelf you know I think growing up here in New York, it was always like marijuana is bad. It's a gateway drug. If you smoke weed, you're going to be a drug addict. And I think well, maybe... I'm not. A, I ain't no. No, I, I no, mean, no. Of course I not. I guess my gate is closed. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But but, bro, like, and then like as everyone got older, I think they became more knowledge about it, and it's like sure, okay, it sure, helps sure. out a lot and stuff. Sure. Are there still many people opposed to this? You know what? Consensus. Consensus says different. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's. I mean, of course, you have those old people, old heads that are stuck in their way, that that they still think that a plant, one plant is better than another plant. You know. Mm-hmm. What I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. You're I mean, right. It's like, yeah, it's a plant. And but the greatest thing is people are more susceptible now because a lot of people are even getting into CBD. So and 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 that's a form of. It's a cannabis, you know, but it's a CBD component. So different, there's different levels now. So the more educated people become, the understanding because what 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 some are afraid of is the is the other is the psychosis effect, you know, that they don't understand. But that's not for them. So they can still benefit from the plant with it with, through the CBD side or even just hemp in general, mm-hmm. just industrialized, you know. So it's greater. And then people now, and, and even there's baked goods and and in. Like instead, of, you don't have to smoke it all the time. You can ingest it by, you know, cooking it and using it in different manner, butter, you know, all different ways. So I think the the edu- educational wise, it's 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 better. It's a better, better. It's better now. I am clueless about this marijuana business, and I'm gonna tell you something, Ro. I've never tried weed in any form. I never smoked it. I never had a brown. Oh man, you you can't. You are. No, no, I know, I know. But I'm saying, but I never had an edible. Don't worry. My brother did more than, than anyone in the world. But let me ask you this: because this is the one the one serious thing. Because the business and the culture of this, um, I've seen many people post about it, and I had friends talk to me about it. Is it truly really difficult for African Americans to get into this field? Because it seems. Well, I, I yes. read that, Ro. I read that because, it's kind of like white you know people. Why? Yeah, tell me. All right. Honestly, because obviously, uh, African American or African descendant, it's much harder to get a loan mm-hmm. to get into business with a bank. So, having not having the the right resources to cause to get into any business, like especially this business with all the red tapes, it costs you a lot of back end um, resources to really just get established. So you you start from that point, you know. So it, it, it's it's just. It's just a little, it's much tougher, you know what I mean? It just, yeah, and, and those are the reasons. Now, is it not because, so it's more of a, maybe a background history, like, oh, you have more backers who do this, because you have a lot of legal stuff to go through also, right? A lot of legal, that's what I mean, the, the legalities and all those, the red tapes, oh. and it costs a lot of money before you even get your product on the street, you know? And now it's, so, does, does having, right. and, yeah. And what happens is all those 
big companies now, they get all the license. Because remember, a license, they, they call it millions of dollars. You just have a license. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a, it's a corporation that's getting these licenses and it become like that. And then the little guy now has to just keep buying from the dispensary because this guy had to pay $5 million to have a, a license for dispensary, blah, blah, blah. So then, you know what I mean? So you get always get cut out. And then, but the, but there's a space where even the, even in the farming side, you have to get the license to farm. It just there's too much red tape. There's too much red tape. I'm glad That's you cleared all. that up because I read so many articles and it's like there's just no African Americans in it, and it makes sense that. Listen, if, if you know people who know people, it's going to trickle down as another corporation. That's what sucks because yeah, there should be that, so many mom and pops. Pla- I, I would love mom and pop places. Like instead of everything being Amazon, wouldn't it be better to have like small shops with different people and like like in Amsterdam? Well, how else are you going to survive? I mean, you, it's like the earth, you know, mm-hmm. the earth is the largest fullness thereof and the things that are upon it, you know. So it's like like people grow apple trees and they sell apple. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. why does why is one guy have to sell apples? Why why you have to go? Well, I can grow apples in my backyard and sell it out front. You know what I mean? Like the old days, you know. But that's how you live. That's how you survive. That's how you become an entrepreneur. That's how you become independent and self sufficient. You grow. You have a farm. You grow your food at the farm. You take it. You know what I mean? So those. But now you have every everything, especially with the lockdown. Mm-hmm. You can't even go nowhere. Oh. So everything has to be done through Amazon, which, I mean, it's great for your leisure purposes, yeah. <laughs> but, <it's> then, <laughs> but as far as your livelihood and, and trying to become an entrepreneur, it's a little difficult, you know? I love that you have your hand in everything, and like you just told me, I didn't know about the hotel business and everything yeah. that you want to do, and I, I, I still have, I still rock my Marley earbuds, we have the coffee, uh, the Marley Corporation, Tell me about your charity, though, One Love, because I know you're really into that, and, you, and it's really important to you. Well, we have, we have several of them. We have the Bob Marley Foundation, which is really – the, 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 the house is One Love. But, and then also I'm a part of Alacran – I'm a part of a group called Alacran Group, Alacran Foundation, and the Bob Marley Foundation, which we, we joined forces together in Jamaica. So we have been feeding a lot, a lot of people, um, doing a lot of initiatives in, through sports, um, just, just you know, especially now, the, the thing where people need is food right now because lack of resources, not being able to work, they can't. Some people can't provide, so we do a lot of that in Jamaica, as well as support a lot of initiatives with, with the reggae girls. You know, that was a big thing for Alacran and Bob Marley Foundation to support the reggae reggae girls in Jamaica, as well as the the, the development help develop the golfing and soccer. The youth, you know, with my brother Kimani, we support his team. Mm-hmm. So we try to develop the youth through athletics, as well as getting into farming. And, and and also really getting into the, the, the industrial side of the bamboo, working with bamboo. So creating workshops in, in a place called Winifred Beach to teach these guys how to become self, more self-sufficient and utilize the resources of the land, which is one of the resources in Jamaica is a vulgaris bamboo. So we're just trying to get, get, get everybody mobilized and become start to utilize their hands more and, and learn not to become entrepreneurs and help themselves. I'm going to bring up Jamaica because I was down there in January, same time yeah. as you, Ro, and yet you didn't take me around. But, hey, listen, we'll talk about that well, you, you No, man, I was stuck down in Montego Bay. You were on the uh, – No, I was in Montego out. Bay, and I told you that, and you didn't hit me back. But anyway, 
Oh, um, man. Let me ask <laughs> no you, you, you know, you're my guy. I, I never talk about your father, who's an icon down there. Do the Mar- And I'm not, I hope this isn't stepping on toes. Do the Marlies get no, a piece? Because you speak freely. Do, Say again? Do the Marlies get a piece of all the stuff being sold down there? Because, like, your pops' picture is everywhere. Like, is well, that, like, copyright stuff? Well, well, um, in, indirectly. Okay. Yeah, so it's not everything because you can't track everything. Of course not. And but obviously, you know, we as a, we as Bob's children, we never got anything handed to us. We had to, you know, we had to come up with the money to buy our dad's rights back because he wanted to sell that. So it's not like it was some handed down. No, we had to we procured that and made it what it is today. We took our father's legacy and built upon that, you know. And but of course it's Jamaica and people, you know, people hustling, they have to eat and yeah. some so a lot of people survive off of our father, which you know, this is it's just a country and I mean yeah, yeah, we have um, we have rights to everything, and le- legally, and we work with a, a distributor there that we can sell our products to the distributor, and so on. But obviously, there's always going to be people doing things behind closed doors. But we don't go around stepping on the guy, stepping on the little guy for selling five T-shirts that we don't know and we don't know of. Gotcha. But if, if, but if it's a problem that it's becoming a problem and we, we're, you know, yeah, we, of course, just any business person would check into that because it is, it is a business too, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as far as product wise, merchandise. Tell me right now why you have over 150,000 followers and Twitter took away your blue check. Why aren't you verified anymore? Well, I am verified. You, oh. know, you must not be checking up. Oh, wait, wait. Didn't they take it away from you though? No, you come, you busting my balls. No, I'm like, no, I, no, 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 no. I think what happened was because of um, there was a a, a couple of fake ones. And, okay, okay. And this, there was a reformat, but no, it's back. Okay, it's back. okay. I, I had to make sure. I, I didn't want to be like Mike. You didn't stuff. check. That's where you see you got busted. You didn't check. <laughs> I I didn't do my research because we were supposed you're about, to. <laughs> you're about eight months late. <laughs> but wait, make sure I didn't. I don't look stupid. You did have it taken away though for a short amount of time, right? I don't know if you call it. I you, you can't take anything away from me. I mean that that's not you can't. That, I don't consider that taking away. That's nothing. I mean it's just that. It's just a little check. It would mean you don't don't verify me. I just it's just a platform that says hey this guy is who he is. But I don't, that doesn't really. I mean it's nice to have be verified so people know that's your voice. You know I mean it's not a fake voice. So that's the good thing about it. But. I'm not no, that's not taken away from me. Of course, <laughs> you still Rohan Marley. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't there for a minute, but <laughs> um, for a little while, a few months, yeah, a few months. It was that that little colorful thing was removed. Yes, you uh, but you you mentioned it's all good again. <laughs> yes, you mentioned like you, you sold a place in New York. You got rid of it. Are, are you come up here at all? Or you're kind of done with New York for a little bit. Um, I tried to pass through every now and again. Not since Corona though. No, I haven't been anywhere. Of course not. That's smart. So, COVID. You, so you're just chilling in Miami down there, right? Yeah, basically, just here, and my brothers and sisters live close by, and my nieces and nephews, they come by all the time, so we're, we're just here living. You you binge-watching any TV shows or anything, any, like, because listen, there's you no sports what? on row. You're a sports guy. Last time I was with you, <laughs> going to a Nick game, what are you, know, you watching now? Of, tell me. You know that you know what I do with a lot of my time? I play a lot of chess, and I, and I get on the water a lot, too, and oh, okay. I work out a lot. I train a lot. I'm eating healthy. But I do watch a lot of Netflix. I find movies. I can't remember the last um, thing I watched, but it was pretty good. <laughs> I can't remember, though. You avoid this question every time I ask you, but I got to ask you again. You and I are at a bar here in Miami when I come to visit you. 
Who's the coolest person in your phone row that if you texted them, it would blow everyone out of the water? Be like, holy shit, this guy's gonna text me back. If I texted, let me see. What do you? But if if it's the coolest person to me, it doesn't mean it's the coolest person to everyone else. Yeah, well, no, you want to impress everyone at the bar because you're gonna say some obscure everyone name of like everyone. My brother Ziggy. <laughs> that is a, okay. That is a good. <laughs> that's the coolest person in my phone. And and Ro, would he text and then you after back? Ziggy, it's my brother Steven and it's my sister and it's this and that. My family are the coolest people. They I are. They, they're so fucking. Cool. Everyone knows who they are. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, like, come on. There's a bunch of people in the phone. Who cares? <laughs> I, you know what? That's my favorite thing about hanging out with you. You're so laid back, and nothing yeah. like blows your mind. You're sitting courtside <laughs> to Nick game. You're like, no, hey, no, man, who all cares? Right. Can I tell you something? If Michael Jordan was in my phone, yes, yeah, then that would blow my mind. <laughs> so Jordan would that's blow the, your mind. That's, that's the one. <laughs> Bruce Lee, Michael Jordan, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Now, listen, because you're verified, let's finish up. How can everyone follow you on Instagram, your <laughs> brand? Yeah, yeah. Be- because this is really Rohan Marley, how can That's everyone so follow funny. you? Like your brand? Well, how- first of all, yeah, you can always, <laughs> yeah, you can always go to Ro Marley, Ro Marley, at R-O-M-A-R-L-E-Y. And as well, it's my, my page also at Ro Marley Beach House, which is my new venture. So, you know, and anytime you see the hashtag line order, that belongs to myself. That's my creation there. And what exactly so is the line butter. order? Well, line order is the heart and the soul of a man or a woman, you know, and how one sees themselves in the mirror. And you should always see yourself as a lion or a lioness because you walk in the rain, live in the rain, and you walk upon this earth to be king of yourself or queen of yourself. So that's really line order. Ro, you are awesome. I can't wait to go. <laughs> I can't wait to stay for free at that beach house. I'll give a nice review on Yelp. You let me stay there for free. And listen, soon we'll link up. We'll have some drinks. Yeah, we can do a podcast on the beach house. <laughs> <laughs> Ro, listen, thank you for doing this, man. I love you, bro. I Anytime, miss you. Mike. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon, my brother. Always. Respect and love. Ro, talk Bless to you later, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, Bye-bye.